What is that when you jump around and carry on and do the who dat who dat stuff? Who dat? You know, that's really kind of a, a fan. You know, that's that's our our, our chant. Duncan Older Podcast back at you. Larry Older, Jeff Duncan here on the Athletics Podcast Network as we are still in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome following the Saints' playoff win. They were not one and done. They uh, were able to topple the Chicago Bears 21-9 in a bit of a bizarre game. The rhythm was really strange, and I think it took a little while, Saints offensively, to kind of get this ball rolling uh, but if you looked at it overall, I mean, look, from start to finish, the Saints defense played really well. Sure, it was an inept offense, but I think going forward in the playoffs, you know you're going to be facing stiffer competition. So let's just start there, Jeff, on, on the defensive side. I just liked basically everything they did. I mean, uh, it was really hard outside of Jimmy Graham with a random touchdown at the end. He, you didn't even know he was playing until he caught that pass. Uh, but overall, defensively, I think the Saints – really came out really sharp. Yeah, fewest points allowed in a playoff game in the history of the franchise. So that speaks for itself. Uh, really took a miraculous last second, literally last second catch for them to get to nine points. You never felt like the Bears could put together enough good plays to drive and put the ball in the end zone. I never felt like Chicago was going to threaten them. Once they got up 14-3, to it felt like the game was over unless the Saints made some other kind of egregious mistake like they had early in the game. So this was just felt to me like a grind it out, let's just get this win, get out of here, try and stay healthy, and um, you know move on to Tampa because it wasn't aesthetically the most beautiful performance we've ever seen, but it never felt like the Saints were in danger of losing. I think the tone was set really early by the Saints not kicking a 50-plus yard field goal. They decided in the first quarter to punt and pin the Bears back. And I think that was the tone for the game. You could tell, all right, our defense is better than your offense. We'll dare you to either try to make a throw deep in our territory or you're going to make a mistake. And or we don't think you're going to drive, be able to drive down the field. And you saw that throughout the day. The Bears did not convert on third down for over 58 minutes in the game. Uh, they did So it, it took forever for them to even get a third down conversion. And so, you know, a lot of talk's going to be Deontay Harris and Michael Thomas coming back and Kamara. I just felt like we needed to start defensively because as we go forward, look at the quarterbacks that are left in the NFC and beyond. And you're going to have to play very well defensively as this Saints offense kind of plays catch up a little bit. Well, and I think this is why if you're a Saints fan and you've been with them all along and you're comparing them to the past teams, I mean, this team is clearly different. It's built around the running game, ball possession, ball control. They dominated again today. And the defense is, frankly, the strength of the team. And that should give you some confidence because that's always going to travel in the postseason. And that should also give you confidence that they can win a game when they get a lead late. That, that We've talked about it before, Larry. They've had three straight years where either Breeze gave them the lead or got it tied in the last minutes of the playoffs and the defense couldn't get off the field. Right. I don't think that's 
the case this year. I think this defense is good enough to where if they can get that lead late, and let's face it, these games are going to start getting tight. There's going to be a bunch of white knucklers here, and it's going to come down to defense making a play, and I think you have to have confidence that this defense can get it done. Mitch Trubisky, he is who he is. I mean, he was okay, wasn't great, but they shut down their strength. They shut down David Montgomery, 12 carries, 31 yards. And he has been the reason that they made a late season push. And so the fact that the Saints were able to go strength on strength, shut them down. Uh, look, Allen Robinson did not have a big day. Uh, big day. You look at just overall, I mean, uh, it seemed like they were on the verge of making a few takeaways. Didn't happen, but still, defensively, I think this is something that you certainly have to keep an eye on and that the Saints – well, we know they're playing Tom Brady again, and they've played him well twice already, that they should be in really good shape going forward. But let's pivot over to the offense here. And I kept putting on Twitter, good thing that Deontay Harris and Michael Thomas came back because without those guys, they might have been sunk today. Well, he was seven catches, seven targets. A number of them converted third downs. Many of them were yards after the catch conversions where he made someone miss out in open space, and that was clearly part of the game plan. And I think Sean Payton is getting more and more confident and calling his numbers along with Drew Brees in critical situations. He's one of the few really explosive players they have on the perimeter, and he gives them that added weapon. I think, you know, we all talked about Alvin Kamara coming back and Mike Thomas coming back. We didn't really mention him as much as maybe we should have because he's clearly a key part of this offense going forward. Taysom Hill gets rid of the football a half second later. It could be a deep bomb touchdown. Yes. And uh, look, it turns into a fumble. The Saints, though, defensively, they hold them to a field goal. And I'm sure Bears fans probably weren't happy with the Cole Komet penalty because it was one of the worst penalties. It was a bad call. call, And they kind of got hosed on that one. And look, the Saints, we didn't mention this, but Saints were very fortunate that Williams dropped that pass. That That was a touchdown, too. That I don't know where the safety was at on that play, but uh, that was a little luck right there. Or the interception that the tip of the football touches the ground and they reverse it. I don't need to be hearing much about officiating and breaks not going away. Well, was a conspiracy. Always, Jeff. <laughs> well, yeah, how, yeah. how long have we heard that for? As long as we've right. ever covered uh, I think this team. You couldn't be upset with the officiating today. I thought almost all the calls went the Saints' way. And every close re- replay review kind of went the same way. Yep. And then when you look at the way that the offense was able to kind of rebound because the protection was looking pretty rough early. And I've mentioned in my cheat sheet leading up to the game how Cesar Ruiz had his worst game against the Bears earlier this season. It's a tough start for him at this game, but it seemed like they were able to calm down. And even they were just able to make – Boneheaded mistakes, bears inducing him jumping off sides multiple times. Right. It was almost just like kind of survival mode. Uh, you know, 21-9, you're just going to remember this as a win and move on. And so I think that's that's kind of the moral of the story. And when you have things you can improve upon, you can't be uber confident, even though uh, you've beaten Tampa twice, but no one's looking past Tom Brady. No one's looking past Tampa. No way, no how, not yeah, look, Saints ran 75 plays, Larry, had the ball for 30, almost basically 39 minutes of, of a 60-minute game. I mean, you're going to win every time when you have those numbers. 
And, and that's not an outlier. I mean, we've seen that happen a few times this year where they've dominated time of possession, dominated the play, the plays run, and that's the MO for this offense. If they don't make a couple of, of mistakes there, miss a field goal from Will Lutz, which we probably should talk about. I mean, that's a little bit of a concern, I have to admit. Uh, this guy's been automatic for so long, and you got a shaky kicker in the postseason. Maybe his confidence is down a little bit. But the turnover early, you mentioned, could have been a touchdown the other way. Otherwise, this game could have been a you know, 20, 30-point win. It could have been, but if some if the Bears make some of those plays, it could have been one of those, whether a winning nail-biting game like, say, Philadelphia a couple years ago, right. like when Alshon Jeffrey, if he catches the ball, they might kick the field goal and it's over. Instead, it goes through his hands, they intercept it and win the game. Or like last year when they lose it and the Vikings shock everyone and, and beat the Saints. So razor thin in the playoffs, Saints had. They made their own breaks, but also got a few today. And, hey, no apologies. You, you you take them and you move on. Yeah, it felt to me like, you know, we always talk about the black and blue division of the NFC North and the Bears, of course, have that tradition and reputation. And I think the Saints just outbullied them today. That's what they are. Their strength is along both offensive and defensive lines. And late in this game, they just lined up and kind of mashed Chicago and they wore down. And it wasn't necessarily, like we said, aesthetically pleasing to look at. But it was very, very effective. And I also think, let, let's face it, it's not the same here with 3,000-something fans in the stands. It's just not. The home field advantage isn't there for the Saints. You don't get that frenetic atmosphere. Uh, it's difficult for the uh, you know the opposing team when they're in that type of environment. That's not the case anymore. So the Saints are having to create their own energy and create their own big plays on the field. Uh, so it's just weird coming to games like this. And it's weird that we're just reversing back to week one and the Saints have to play Tom Brady a third time, once in the postseason, and you're used to only having to face him once every four years and if you got that far in the season in the Super Bowl. So it's certainly going to be... I think there'll be a storyline this week. I mean, have we written about Brady and Breeze before? I think we have a couple times. But uh, look... Uh, Post-game, doing a mini-podcast now, so be on the lookout for our full-length podcast coming up on Tuesday. Uh, and don't forget also, I will have a live chat tomorrow, 11 a.m. Central on The Athletic. Talk about this game, talk about Bucks, talk about the playoff scenario, whatever you want to talk about will be there. So that'll be for the subscribers of The Athletic. So, Jeff, we'll be back here next week. Superdome, one more time at least. Well, look, it was anxious moments there early on for a while, but they got it done, and now we've got, I think, everything from here on out is going to be pretty epic. From yes, from here on. absolutely. So, all right, for that's Jeff Duncan. I'm Larry Holder. Thanks for joining us here on the Duncan Holder Podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can certainly do that, or theathletic.com slash Duncan Holder. So for Jeff Duncan, I'm Larry Holder. Thanks again for joining us on the Duncan Holder Podcast on the Athletics Podcast Network.